0: Hello, my name is Richard Lang, and uh, this is my friend, Colin Oliver, the poet, Colin Oliver. And uh, I've known Colin for 50 years, and we met through Douglas Harding, and at the uh, core of our friendship is this awareness of this treasure of who we really are, and uh, just enjoying the vision and celebrating it. I have enjoyed Collins' uh, Colin's poetry for ever since I've known him and uh it, it, some of his poems have followed me through my life I don't know if you know this Colin but like favorite songs mm-hmm. uh, they've accompanied accompanied me on my journey these these poems so uh it is a delight to have you here and we have just uh, republished a collection of your poetry uh, that goes by the wonderful title of Stepping Into Brilliant Air. And I think you're going to read some of the poems from this collection and say a little bit about uh, the poems. Is that right?
1: Yes, I am, Richard. Okay, so uh, over to you, sir. (laughs) Thank you, Richard. Let me say something about the making of Stepping Into Brilliant Air. Uh, these are poems selected from, what, 30 years of writing. From the outset, I wished to show that this wonderful central truth we share was not overlooked in my life, not marginalized. Writing the poems gave me a chance to sift through what was happening, find the right words and celebrate what was dear to me. It was a kind of adventure. The first poem is called Light. When I look at this poem, it gives the impression of a long familiarity with the subject. In fact, I was newly reacquainted and somewhat in awe of it. Light. The interior light is nothing but
2: light, light upon light. It is a still pool. Fingers
1: that try to touch will, without a ripple, disappear. The interior light is the clear light of being, the light on the rock, Close to, the eye may catch the swing of the lamp of amazement. But the light itself is nothing but light,
2: light upon light. That poem is about the inside story. The next poem speaks
1: of the world taken to heart. It's called wolf.
2: World I am you. I cannot be kept at bay. A
1: wolf I take all in one bite. My features have become nothing but mouth. A mouth nothing but air. Here on the plane of openness, I am ever new to myself. And the world before me is like a
2: forest on which suddenly snow has fallen. Here's a beach poem, The Oneness of Things.
1: The sun Low over the beach, shining wires of dune grass, stones, and the shadows of stones. On the shoreline, the rush of foam mirrored in the wet sand. In the
2: oneness of things, I am nowhere in sight. Seashell, this is a metaphor rather than a simple description.
1: Seashell, what secret lies in the heart of a seashell? You cannot tell. But if one day a shell on a rock should crack and break its back, your gaze may fall,
2: to find in its secret heart, nothing at all. Then, turning round
1: to the sea, you may wonder that the waves
2: sound can come from an empty heart. Peeling potatoes. This morning, after rain had cleared the air,
1: sparrows ranged over the cornfield. I stood at the window in the kitchen where now I peel these potatoes. They come white from the knife, roll into the water. I am clear
2: and look down as if from a window. Thought Bees is the next one, about
1: how we can observe thoughts freed up, scattered in the world, at large.
2: Pretending to shut them in is a risky business. Thought Bees. If thoughts were bees, who would dare to shut them?
1: tight in the hive of the head he who shatters this hive of pretense with the swift hammer of seeing sees no box no house no door to lock the spell of images is broken and the swarm breaks out scatter in the world the hive of nothingness brings to the world the honey of love, and thought bees watched
2: by the queen of the eye roam free is a haiku. The delight I feel goes stamping up the road. In the little boy's coat, boundless,
1: like the wind searching, lifting feathers round the sparrow's neck, lifting leaves in a wave across the bean field. I find no place
2: where I can say, here my being ends late afternoon
1: late afternoon the rain passed i go out to post a letter leaves on the chestnut lift in the wind nothing but this moment My hand lifts.
2: The mouth of the box drips rain.
1: This adventure has brought many good friends. My life has been rich with friends. Let me pay tribute to two of them, Richard here, It was Richard who suggested,
2: who inspired the making of this book. Stepping into brilliant air. He inspired it. And Douglas,
1: Douglas Harding, who was an extraordinary
2: torch bearer. Peace. Peace
1: is the station where one waits, but with nowhere to go, and where the grain of a bench runs like rails through incredible countries. This one is for my wife Carol. Marriage. To see your face with the eye of emptiness is to have your face as my own and to find between seeing
2: and loving, not even a hairbreadth. One last poem. I went for a walk to a meadow
1: near my home, and this poem insisted on coming
2: back with me and then providing the title for this collection. The poem is called Meadow. February after rain
1: I wake new to myself and see everything alive stepping into brilliant air. Pitch black rooks, Great oak felled by wind, buzzing with chainsaws. Smoke caught under trees in bars of sunlight. Wood's edge
2: leaves curled brown. Horse chestnut. Oak. The meadow white with snowdrops. And here I am, I
1: say, here I am, looking up at
2: Cumulus, perfectly still.
0: (laughs) Mm. Thank you, Colin. What a delight,
1: what a delight. Mm. Thank you, Richard. What a pleasure to do it, to mm. read them. Mm. And reading them, I'm reading them to you here right now and uh, to whoever, whoever might listen in the future.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I think uh, you'll have lots of happy listeners. and uh, <laughs> Thank you. Well, what a delight. Well, thank you, Colin. Thank you. and. Uh, Gosh, the poems are so rich, and they're rich with seeing, and they're rich with the countryside around you, and and your loved ones, and uh, they flow from the source, don't they? And they they're probably some of them are mysterious to you as much as to us, aren't they?
1: (laughs) You know how they
0: arrived. I mean,
1: (laughs) absolutely, out of the blue, yes, yes, thrilling that when when. uh, You read what you've written and it surprises.
2: Yes. Mm.
1: Wonderful, wonderful.
0: And who knows uh, what else might come out of the the great Aladdin's cave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Richard. We'll We'll see.
2: Yes, we'll see. Thank you very much, Colin. Mm, Thanks.